Hey, hey, folks. Thank you again for joining me on another episode of Trost Talk here. Uh, we got a great episode in store for you. Uh, be sure to hit that subscribe button. Also, follow me on Instagram at Trost Talk. Um, but first, my buddy, Pablo2020. press and record we'll deal with any kinks that we have to deal with um um do you just have it resting on a ledge yeah i don't got a um i don't even got a mic stand i've never had one that's some uh SoundCloud. SoundCloud podcast. Yeah, that's the SoundCloud shit right there. Um, Do you need refine though? Yeah, I'll be fine. Oh, I can hear you fine. Yeah. Okay, cool. Um, Bro, it's so hot right now. It's so fucking muggy. Yeah, it's really muggy here too. Um, And it's super overcast too um so it's just causing so more humidity yeah. you're just sad and confused all the time yeah exactly you're sad and confused and you're just constantly wet you're just like that's what is this um but it's it's not bad um where it really sucks is when i go to the boxing gym that place gets we were talking about sweat earlier when we were texting um that place i'm like literally embarrassed when i leave because it's i'm so sweaty like I, i'm like if i just if i did a class what we do abs at the end of the class every time you grab a mat and it'll be like all right now get up wash your mat like you know wipe your mats down and then you know hang them up and i'm like when i get up like there's literally i i wish i was kidding but like it's like completely covered in sweat. Like if there's like, it's thick, like it's puddles and like, I'm drinking. like a uh, wiping. I don't think is going to cover this. Yeah. Like <laughs> I, I need like to seven paper detox. towels. I, I, I spray it down and I use seven paper towels because it's like, if I used any less, it still leaves like water and stuff on there. And it's bad. I mean, and it's also a box. That's disgusting. Here. Well, okay. But you're, you are a sweater. Very um, true. Is there anyone else leaving like that? There's a couple people. I mean, don't get me wrong. Everybody's definitely sweating a lot in there because one, the gym is hot and it gets muggy because it's a boxing gym. There's people constantly just sweating in it. So it it's like pretty humid on its own in there. And then when, if I do a class, I generally go to the one that's like the very last hour that the gym's open. So it's seven to eight where the gym's been used all day. So I'm catching like today I went in like at noon and I went in for an hour and it was like not much going like it was pretty cool in there because nobody had been in there yet all day. So there had been like four. What time will cause you said that there's like actual fighters for the gym that come in? Like do they come in at nights more? Or are they I maybe in the mornings? Yeah, generally I'm they're six thirty crowd. Yeah, it's generally like uh three to six is like when the amateur fighters would be there. Um 
and then you get people who who are really training like it's some of the profile like you'll see them because i don't for everybody who knows and listens like i don't have a job right now so like i can go whenever i want and i'll go in there and there'll be like actual fighters in there with their trainer and it'll be like two in the afternoon because like that's just their job now are there any big guys Cause you're six, three, like, are there any amateur fighters in there? There's some, Lanky yeah, like there's that? Some, yeah, actually there's a couple of 17 year olds where, when, so I was supposed to spar couple last young weekend. Bucks. Yeah. I was supposed to spar last weekend and I walked in and I guess the old man, we ended up, I ended up not sparring because, uh, the old man, like fighter people didn't who because the 17 year old killed up. the old man yeah no but <laughs> i walked in and i was really nervous and i was like oh no am i gonna have to spar these 17 year olds because i thought i was like Fuck that dude. not like not like that i felt bad for them i felt bad for myself because i was like man i'm gonna have to get, be fucking embarrassed by a 17 year old He's gonna fucking dance around me and just <laughs> and yeah. there's a there's two big ones like one probably buck 75 probably another one like a buck 80 so i'm bigger i'm bigger than most people that are there at least that i've seen like fi- like that are actual fighters i'm bigger than any actual fighter that i've seen so far but you know dude i, w- I wouldn't want to fight a 17 year old like fighter like if i know he's training for fighting because 17 year old boys are a weird weird creature they they well the, yeah. they're down for anything and yes. if I know that they're training to be fighting, it's like they've just there's a screw loose. I I, I don't I don't want any problems with the well, fighter. Boxing gym generally in the hood, generally is people trying to escape something. That's why they go to the gym. They're like, uh, it's either I'm in the streets or I go to this boxing gym and learn to fight. Yeah. So um you get I mean, you get like these kids are they're all they're all, I think, fairly new-ish to to it. Like, you get a couple who look like they've maybe even done a couple of amateur fights, but I think most of the kids there are, like, they've been it's boxing like, okay. under a year. I'm like, a couple of them went to, to Florida. Yeah, like, one of the coaches who was running, like, a Saturday at morning class, he was like, I won't be here next Saturday. One of my fighters, we will be in Florida. So, like, the, he, one of them, one of the amateur fighters there was in Florida. For his fighting. trial. Yeah. <laughs> But it was good. We're gonna man. be in Florida for his trial. Whole lot of misdemeanors. So we they're like they're a legit there. boxing club too. Cause so they were they had an ex one of the um owners and trainers there. You will never see him, but he's an uh he's an ex WBC champion. Um, like you know, he he was a world champion, so he was like the real deal. Um God damn. But you rarely see him. Um, and then they have like five trainers. They have one from Wildcard, who he was at Wildcard for like 15 years. He, which is Freddie Roach's gym in LA. I don't um, know who Wildcard is. It's just a famous gym in LA that Freddie Freddie Roach, who's like a really world renowned boxing trainer, okay. uh, coaches out of. And one of the trainers at the gym that I go to, he's from there. Like he okay. trained there. For, he was a trainer there for 15 years. 
at it's like uh, when uh, one of Bill Belichick's assistant coaches exactly. is just able to sign with any other team as a head coach. <laughs> yeah. And then there's a guy, Coach Tony, who I really like. He knows everybody who comes into the gym. He says hi to everybody. He's a very cheerful guy. But he looks like every boxing coach in any boxing movie ever. Just like a stereotypical... <laughs> Like small, skinny old man, black old man, got a beanie, jack a sweatshirt always, always drives gray a beater. Yeah, gray beard. always drives a beat up uh pickup truck, like and it's always <laughs> super old. <laughs> Him, but he knows a lot and like he puts us through like boxing class like when he does like a class, he'll put you through a murderous workout too. He's funny, but he knows everybody he comes in, he's super nice to everybody. Um but yeah, um, so what's up, man? See, so you're staring off into space. The conversation's not not Nothing drawing much. you in as much. No, I was, I was thinking, <laughs> I was thinking about just, uh, just boxing. Just like I don't know how I do. I don't know what it'd be like. Like I don't, because it's like I think of cardio as like running, and cardio for me has always been running, mm -hmm. whether with basketball or football. Like it's. It's, it's distant running, it's sprints, but boxing is a completely different cardio. I was just kind of, I, I was thinking like, what kind of workouts, uh, like, do they, do they put you through to where it's just, it's so, you know, like it's just, it's just so, so much cardio. Yeah. Cause it's like, you're not running a hundred yards. You know what I mean? Like it's all stationary relatively. Like so, what, what kind of stuff do you do? So in one of the classes, I was talking to one of the trainers because I've been taking like personal lessons too on the side. Um, and then like I'll either go to the gym on my own or I'll take a class with the classes. I was talking to one of the trainers and they're like, the classes are really good to build, build your stamina because so I went to one of them and you were asking about big guys. One of the coaches there, he used to be a boxer out of the gym and he was a heavyweight and he looks like a heavyweight. He's a big fucking dude. All right, you don't got to. No, like this dude's a this dude makes like he like makes me look small, and I'm <laughs> and I'm six three. I'm generally bigger than most people, and he makes me look tiny. Um, he, this is his workout. Like you started in, it's like seven o'clock. Boom! All right, high knees in place for a minute. We have fifteen rounds, fifteen minutes straight. So minute one, high knees. Minute two, butt kicks. Minute three would be jumping jacks. Minute four, push-ups. Oh, my God. Minute five, burpees. Minute six, jumping jacks. And then he does, and it's no break. It's continuous 15. Oh, And you don't stop. And then it's like, you know, you'll be like, minute 14, he'll be like, burpees. And you're like, fuck, really? <laughs> like, you've done burpees the third time now in <laughs> minute 14. Are you just running out of ideas? Or are you just, yeah. he's just, just yelling out? he's brutal and then he'll be like all right glove up so everybody gloves up and then you do it's, it's like five i can't remember if it's five or six but it's one of those two and you'll do five three minute rounds of heavy bag work where he'll be like all right we're gonna throw combos it'll be uh it'll be jab cross hook hook and then you'll do that and then you'll just be doing that for like three minutes and then when you're the round's over you get a minute break but instead of a break he does like jumping jacks or high knees or push-ups okay. or something. Yeah. And then, so when you do all that, you're done. You've at this point, it's like five, it's like seven forty-five, and you've just basically been continuously moving for 45 minutes. 
and nonstop. <laughs> the only break was putting on your gloves, which <laughs> takes all of five seconds because <laughs> your hands are wrapped already. So, um, and then you do like ab workout for like 10 to 15 minutes and then you'll like stretch for like five minutes. And the ab workout, it sounds like that's the break, but when you're that tired and you've been Fuck like, abs. yeah. And you've been like punching something for at this point, six, five, six rounds, your abs, it's like you do five regular crunches and your abs start to start to cramp. And so it's just like doing abs just becomes so difficult. And then stretching is really the last five minutes is the only break you truly get. Bro, on on abs, this is about two weeks before um, one of our first games, and we were doing we were just kind of doing circuit workouts for football, and we were finishing with abs, and we were doing this as a team at this point, just kind of stretched out across the field. There was like fifty guys spread out, and then uh, we were doing like just planks. And then you mm-hmm. go to crunches, hit twenty five crunches hit 25, like almost imaginary medicine ball, go back to plank. We go to the uh, crunches again. And then all of a sudden we just hear some dudes screaming out just like, just like, Oh, Oh. And we think like, like we think someone's playing like when it's 50 yeah. guys and because about every fucking 45 seconds, someone's fucking Make making a joke. A joke. Yeah. yeah. Like yeah. It's, it's, so we're like, Oh, like we're unfazed. And then he just keeps yelling and it's like, the trainer ends up coming over and he's really stuck. And we're just, I mean, we, the, the workout keeps going and, um, and we kind of go, but so his, um, his ab was just, I, I don't know what happened, but just like straight his ab. and it's like, yeah, dude, I, like I came over, I was close enough. Like after we were done, I came over and he was like, he was resting. This was maybe like a minute and a half had already passed from like the, yeah. the actual spasm. And it was still, it was like, bulged out of his other abs and it was like it was just kind of like it was it was tweaking out and then he comes back uh the next day and and this put him out by the way for like a week and a half like it it was just it was it was bad but he comes back the next day and uh he's showing us and there's like a uh it's it was hard to tell because he was a african-american fellow um but there was like bruising like a black yeah. line all the way around the ab like we're just blood just I, I don't even know dude like that didn't even make sense to me because it seemed like a cramp up yeah but so i've never it just... seen it in person that's interesting you got to see it in person i've seen it like once or twice online like a bodybuilder yeah, seen, or yeah. something where you'll see them cramping but they don't look like it's going to put them out but to your point about abs putting you out I never realized how much of like a serious injury that was where my first experience with it was in the NBA when Chris Bosch, he missed like a whole season because of it. And then Deshaun Jackson. Ab? Yeah. And Deshaun Jackson two years ago just had that happen where, cause you tore, he tore his abdominal muscle. And so it's like, apparently when you tear that, which makes sense cause you use your core pretty much in any movement, like yeah, it, everything it just else makes it, yeah, it just Damn. makes it so hard. But I didn't, I never really thought about it. So, but yeah, like he was out for the whole entire season. He had to have surgery on it. Like it, it can be bad. Did it look? Was it like look at? Was it like popping out extra? And was it like moving? Or yeah. What, or did it just look like it was flexing really hard? 
No, it was like popped out. Like it looked like it got moved. Like it was just yeah. a layer above all the other abs, <laughs> like just yeah. pulsing on the skin. And it was just, it was like, it, it was twitching. Like homie had to like, he, he was just, he, he couldn't move. He was damn near paralyzed. Cause he was any like yeah. move he made, he was scared. It was just going to spark back up. Cause it was like, it, it was seizing yeah. when he was doing nothing. He was just kind of posted up, just kind of breathing lightly. I don't even know how he fucking got home to be completely it's like, honest. It, it's like having a calf cramp in the middle of the night. I've had that happen to me yeah. twice in my entire life. And it is like wakes you up. I remember once I'm being 16, I was dead sleeping. And all of a sudden I just shot wide awake. It was like somebody slapped fire in my face. I was like, and I just started trying to flex my to not let them tighten up it was oh brutal brutal definitely one of the worst cramps i feel like you can get is a calf cramp yeah there's not much to do and it, and it's like the only way to get out of it is to flex your foot but it almost paralyzes your foot yeah right i was just <laughs> so about like, to say yeah that. that's so true yeah so you're like, just stuck yeah, it'll almost put your foot like in a permanent flexing that you can't unlock. Yeah. <laughs> and it's just and if you don't unlock it, it makes it worse. It's like a vicious cycle. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It's like there's that- a simple way to fix it. It's like they're saying, like, oh, oh, oh hey, all you have to do if you want this to stop is pull up your foot and it's just got it fucking clamped up. Yeah. It's like, like on, when a dad up. will tell his like six-year-old kid, he'd be like, You want the toy? Yeah, take it. And then the kid goes <sighs> to take it out of the dad's hand, the dad just doesn't let go. <laughs> it's like it's yours if you oh. can just take it yeah just grab it from my hand yeah oh that's exactly what it's like oh man. you can't man definitely wild did you see uh <laughs> did you see recently um wait you're uh what's up we're on the uh on the topic of injury yeah to, I, i'm blanking on the uh name of the, the fighter but you, yeah yeah that was gnarly. It it was the grossest injury video I have ever seen in my did life. And, and, and there's bad ones. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. No, you could hear. And it's like yeah. the worst part is it snaps. It, it almost comes back into place. And he doesn't even know. And he's stepping back and puts all his weight yeah. planted on that foot. And that's when you see it fold. And that's what makes it the worst injury video of all time for me is the fact that he you could you could see the injury from what it was supposed to do when it yeah when he put his foot back and it's like oh that's what that bone's for like oh if yeah did, if that's in half <laughs> you can't do that yeah exactly exactly that was disgusting you're all the worst thing you could do right now is step oh he yeah, yeah oh he stepped <laughs> you don't have a fucking leg goofy the last thing you want to do is put all your weight on that back foot. <laughs> yeah dude <laughs> Oh, oh man Chris, come on and it was just it was awful because you saw the delay in his in his face it's like he didn't actually know it like he was in shock or whatever and just didn't feel it which is unreal that the, it blows my mind that the body even does shit like that but he doesn't uh-huh. he doesn't feel it brings his leg all the way back and you see he's straight faced like he's still mm-hmm. locked in and then he feels that shin go out literally reading my mind i was <laughs> i was literally gonna get i was literally gonna talk about that too Keep go take it away roll. No, no, keep no. going. But so, it, and the second it, it, it gives out and he feels just like, oh, that step didn't work, whatever yeah. that was, then he realizes it. And then he's like, oh, something's wrong. And, his, and then his face yeah. changes. And then you kind yeah. of see he's in pain. That was exactly, so it's so funny you said all that. Because so 
when I watched it, like obviously, so when I, I watched it live, um, and they only showed the replay once, which hey, good for them. Everybody, they, it satisfied everybody's needs. You know, everybody, yeah. the people who wanted to see it got to see it, and they didn't feel shafted. But then they didn't replay it a thousand times, so people who didn't want to see it, it was, you know, one time. <laughs> run it back in slow mo. Yeah, and exactly. right here. But so the first time I saw it in complete slow mo when that happened i had the same exact thoughts i was like you can see it and i was i was so fat i was i felt bad because it's like you know it's at somebody's pain but like <laughs> i was so fascinated because of exactly what you said it was like you could tell like okay his leg as soon as it hit it snaps immediately yeah but he doesn't feel it until he it gives out and he's put all that weight on it so but you can tell like you said it was like when it hits you can almost see his face like he doesn't know anything's going on, but he's like, I feel something weird. Yeah. Like yeah, something's yeah, like, yeah. like his yeah, body's yeah. already in shock and he's like, huh, something feels off, but I huh. don't know yet. And then he's Let like, me just take a step and grab my balance <laughs> real quick. <laughs> Let me gather myself. <laughs> like, <laughs> All right. Well, we'll just ease back into this one let's and just, we'll just register what's going. Let's, let's take a step back and recalibrate. Oh my God. Oh, that's the so issue. fucked up. I found the issue. <laughs> I found it. I found it. Uh, but that that was honestly, <laughs> that's probably, yeah, that was a gnarly, gnarly injury. Um, I mean, I can't think of a worse injury video. Well, hearing yeah, it I know loud, there's plenty out there. I've said this on a thousand, people are going to hear me say yeah, this about dude, in the next like five episodes. Pretzel. But like, it's, when I heard it live too, I thought I was like, oh my God. I thought he landed like a really, really nasty leg kick. Cause like you heard it, like it yeah. sounded like a yeah. stick breaking. Yeah, then, bro. It sounded like someone and then was I saw him fall. Yeah. And then I see him fall and I was like, Oh, and I immediately knew. And then like Joe Rogan was talking about it and he was like, yeah. He goes, when I heard it, I thought, I just thought he landed a nasty leg kick. And I was all oh, me too. Oh, me too. <laughs> <laughs> me too. It sounded like I literally, I was like, because I was in the process, but I, like I changed my sentence too because I was all when he made when he made contact and before he had stepped back, I was all ooh because I thought he landed a nasty leg kick. Yeah. And then he was as I was finishing like, that oh! step, and I was all ooh 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 ooh. <laughs> Paints it up, and then man, uh, that's rough. They, yeah, are, I mean, are are, are they gonna? Because it's like. It's a weird position for the guy who won to be in, right? So yeah, so he and he handled it so gracefully too. After he did, the fight. he did. He, he did. handled it so gracefully after the fight, which I was just that made. That's why I love fighters. Um, but he, uh, Chris Weidman, honestly, could be back. Like he could be back. He's a good enough fighter. He he may get one or they may just. He's never gonna have another shot at the title. But he may get like one or two because he technically had four fights on his contract going into that fight. So he has three left. So they may either let him finish his contract or they'll let him get like one or two more fights in. But um, mm. the good thing is, is it, it is just bone, which is the positive. And it sounds like I'm throwing like I'm being like uh, overly dramatic but like that is the positive because it's not tendons it's nothing like yeah that's where you get fucked yeah that's where it really can like it like you're never the same bones can come back strong denser 
um, you know, he, he's still going to have problems. Don't get me wrong. Like he's not going to be as fast or as explosive, but like for the most part, like his everyday today life is going to be fine. He'll even be able to fight again. Anderson Silva did it, who actually ironically broke his leg on Chris Weidman's leg back in like huh? 2000. Yeah. 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 So that was the other part of it. That was really weird is so Whoa. Chris, so Anderson Silva came to the UFC in his prime won 16 in a row was like the greatest middleweight of all time. Chris Weidman came in, knocked him out. They had a rematch and like, I think it was in the first or second round. Anderson Silva goes to kick, do an inside leg kick and Chris Weidman checks it and it snaps Anderson Silva's leg exactly the same way. Oh, that's and so then, weird. Yeah. And then you come to 2001 years later, he's got first, the very first strike of the entire fight snaps his his shin it's a bad juju very weird and then here's something else that's weird anderson silva's last fight uriah hall's last fight was anderson's was against anderson silva and it was anderson silva's last fight in the ufc and uriah hall knocked him out what in the fuck uriah hall knocks out anderson silva his next fight's Chris Weidman, and then Chris Weidman snaps his leg on the first strike, just like he had happened to him against Anderson Silva. Isn't what that weird? Fuck? Isn't that kind of weird? That is that is odd. Isn't it sometimes like when things like that happen, make it feel weird, like there's not somebody out there kind of pulling strings in the universe? Yeah. Yeah. Right? Like there's sometimes like things are just like a little too connected. Yeah. Yeah. I feel like people are kind of more, I feel like that's a, that's a, that's the next kind of stage of consciousness that I think people are like, when we do evolve, I think that's what's going to be next to evolve. It's like, we already have all the technology, all the Mm -hmm. industrialization we need. It's like it, but it's like, if humans kind of get, better than where we are i feel like it's going to be that as a huge jump of just where now like the masses are kind of they're aware of like oh like there's the you know energy around like there's if i if i do this like it can manifest this you you know and just that there are these weird overlying rules and i feel like once people first of all i mean that would so end hard to a explain lot of... too like i know i can follow everything yeah, you're saying but yeah, it's so hard because yeah. it's like it's trying to explain the unexplainable you know what yeah I mean? but and that's a weird thing it just it, it seems to me that like more people are aware of it it doesn't necessarily get talked about as as much because it's so fucking hard to explain but i feel like that that's something that i've noticed and it could just be getting older and my uh-huh. friends are getting older and it's kind of all stuff we eventually understand but it, it seems to me the more people are kind of open to and understand that there might be stuff like that, you know, just out and about and just in your own mind and in your, in the universe. And so it's just interesting. I feel like if, if that is, would be the next step, if we kind of all learn and understand that language, if you want to break it down to like, it's mm-hmm. just another way to speak. Like if we all kind of, really uh you know crack out the rosetta stone yeah learn uh the language of the universe (laughs) there's got to be a common language right like there's got to be something like that there's got to be a universal uh rosetta stone because 
I mean, we're getting now more and more. It's actually UFOs. still called Rosetta Stone. Yeah, can you imagine? <laughs> still have to pop in a CD. Like the aliens <laughs> like pop in a CD disc. <laughs> You're like, what the, the fuck all, is all that? Galaxy like, yeah. 137. They just get it. Rosetta Stone. You guys got to go check them out. They're a great company. Like, where do you think you got the CDs in the 60s? Yeah. You think you guys just stumbled upon this incredible technology? No, we gave we, it to you. We needed, we needed, uh, <laughs> what we needed was we needed filters to get out all the, you know, universal language. And we needed Rosetta Stone to be created. That wouldn't have happened if we hadn't give you CDs in the 60s. So <laughs> it was a win-win for both of us. Um, uh, you guys decided to throw that technology away. <laughs> yeah, They're all pissed off. We don't have CDs in our society anymore. They outgrew it in 20 years. Next you're going to tell me Blu-ray is not a thing. Yeah. Okay. What? <laughs> the quality. The quality. <laughs> we set Blu-ray down to double the quality. For you ungrateful years, fucks. Yeah, four years it was gone. It was burned out <laughs> four years. Dude, Blu-ray really did like kind of bail real get like bailed really quickly on. Like it was supposed to be the new like DVD, like high, super high definition DVDs. But then like everything almost went digital in like two years after yeah, that. It, was, <laughs> it just it's made so it sad. It, it, yeah. yeah. Made it it's so only obsolete. higher quality for the cds and shit and then instantly yeah. like that that shit was pretty much and gone. then everything went digital by like 20 20 what did you say <laughs> 2012 2013 like pretty much everything was just digital yeah about then i mean it feels like it's been a slow burn it feels i mean it has been a slow it burn. feels like it's been forever yeah i guess that's what you mean by slow burn right yeah it's been for it feels like yeah. it's been forever and so long ago that it's been there but you really think about it it's like it's not even been a decade yeah, and it's like if you look at today, like it is just completely absorbed us. Yeah, like it, it, it's just it's so interesting how much it's grown. Because the first iPhone, like iPhone three, that came out when I was like going to be a senior, which is twenty ten. That is fucking insane to think. And about. not everything was digital then yet. Like things were still becoming like there yeah, was, it had yeah, a big yeah, integration yeah. of digital, but not everything was digital at that point. Yeah, like, digital was starting to become huge, but there was still like fucking had to get out your filter you know you had a camera you had to upload <laughs> pictures to your internet it wasn't like you could yeah. connect your phone to your laptop and you had them instantly all there the aliens are like hey, you see what this guy steve jobs has made a little phone look at that like the well ho hold on are they still using blu-ray <laughs> are they still liking the blu-ray yeah they're still using it there's like a four-year gap where phones were invented but I think we still had CDs. What if it like turns out that like Blockbuster was an alien corporation and they're like, I thought it would be a good one. I thought it would be great. It's the only, it's the only investment aliens have like, it, yeah. it hasn't worked out. <laughs> just, they have all the extra technology to succeed and they make yeah. a Blockbuster. They put <laughs> it's all this gone. They put their universe's <laughs> like whole future at stake by Blockbuster. Like you don't need it. We're going to diversify our portfolio. We're going to put it in. There's there's an earth company <laughs> called Blockbuster. We're going to put a lot of money into them. It's going to be great. Oh, God. Their whole planet's currency is just Blu-ray. And they're <laughs> just all and fucked now. 
Blockbuster shares and Blu-ray discs. Yeah. <laughs> um, did you see uh, your Chargers draft pick? Yeah, who? Uh, o lineman. I, I forget yeah. his name already. But uh, yeah, but, he's um, like a yeah, kind bro, of a viral sensation. He's uh, the guy from Northwestern. I forget yeah. his name too, but he squats like a motherfucker. Yeah, yeah. So I saw, yeah, I saw videos of him, of him, him squatting, dude. We're we're building up to protect uh, Herbert, dude. I mean, I just, I'm so happy. He's, I'm so happy. Yeah. It seems like the Chargers are really, they're starting to make good decisions. Um, And uh, thank God, no, no, no. I think didn't we resign? You guys are in re, you guys are in rebuilding. Dude, he's still he's still one of the best route runners in. I mean, I, I think disagree. I think, you know, and it's like I just he, he's a leader of that team. It's like you know, I I think the Chargers would be smart to keep him around for you know as long as they can. And it's like it, it, they might reach a weird point where after this contract, which I think is three more years, mm-hmm. then it's like it it's more about what kind of money he's asking for at the end of those three years. Cause it's like, if he's still, if he's putting up the numbers to be like a all pro receiver, then it's like, he's, he's older. He's going to ask think. for that kind of money. I think he's, I think he's at the bit, at the end of like his biggest money grabs he's going to be able to get. Cause I'm pretty sure he's pretty old now. Keenan Allen. Yeah. But he could, you know, he, he could sign, you know, if he does crazy numbers, you know, the next three years, and has that, you know, prove it year at the end. You know, he Damn, can sign he big drafted, money for like two years. He was drafted in oh, okay. I was like, there's no way. It was like 2013, and then this man's old as fuck. He's only 29. Yeah, he's still young. He'll get one more good money. You know what I mean? So then, but that's so that's where the Chargers will be put in a weird position. Yeah. Yeah, not necessarily this contract, but the next the next one. Didn't have a thousand yards um, last year, but had a hundred receptions, eight touchdowns. Not terrible. Did he play all sixteen games though? Stupid. I don't remember him missing much. He's generally always active. Now he missed two games last year. So still not bad though. So if he had played full game, yeah, because before that he's played every single season. Um, he had two bad years where he barely played in 15 and 16, but 17, 18, 19, he made all 16 games. He was hurt for a few games last year, which is still not bad. 14 games is pretty good for your for your receiver. Yeah. No, he's good. I, I mean, I just I, I like I, I like the the whole team right now. Most it's touchdowns like defense he's ever had. Huh? Most touchdowns he's ever scored last Who? year. Uh, since his rookie year, Keenan Allen. So that's good. Oh, really? I didn't know yeah. that. I didn't know, I didn't that. know that either. I was surprised. Um, but yeah, and our defense, Derwin James, baby. Yeah, he's a back. badass. He's a badass. No one. Yeah, people kind of have stopped talking about him, understandably, because he's been injured. But, I mean, that man is a freak athlete. Oh, I'm, I'm curious how he's going to be back on injury. I'm, I always, for me, like, this is what I always say, is, like, when a player comes back from a big injury, I don't expect not a lot from them 
their first year back because generally it's a two year injury. It's one year to get back to playing. And then it's a year to get your body back into shape and like back into conditioning. And then like the that's, mental part that's of That's true. Too. That's true. But I think it's less true for defensive players. But it just from a mobility standpoint, I mean, like, it's just like your body, like you're, you're going to be from a year of putting all your weight on one leg, rehabbing, really training one, then you're having to adjust to it. And then there's the mental aspect, but like, I don't think it's going to be, I don't think he's going to be like terrible. Don't get me wrong. I'm just saying it'd be like Clay Tom. No, you hate, I won't use that because you hate Clay Thomas, Clay Thompson, but. I, you know what? I'm starting to like him. I, I kind of almost, I have this weird thing where I do, I, I really he hasn't just don't played. like him, but <laughs> he hasn't played in like a year and a half. Yeah, you know what? Yeah. I haven't <laughs> seen his face guy. as much, but dude, it, <laughs> it's so funny. I mean, he just, he seems like really the nicest guy. It's like, I kind of picked to hate him pretty early on in his yeah. career, but it's like, as he's gotten more popular and he's done more interviews, I'm like, oh, yeah, actually he seems like a nice guy, but I mean, you won't bullshit in interviews. I'll tell you that whether you like it or not, like you're never yeah, going to guess yeah, he what he's it. actually thinking. He does keep it pretty straight up. I, I did also find out after that he got, you know, a whole lot of trouble for smoking weed in college, but he just said, fuck it. And, and still declared school. for the draft. <laughs> yeah. Remember, yeah. And in high school. Remember um, your mom's, uh, you know, like Bob's like, I don't know. What is he like a stepson or whatever the, or step, nephew kyle the other kyle the asian kyle that would work oh yeah yeah, yeah, at yeah. his office yeah. so he went to high school with clay thompson clay, clay thompson oh, and he was saying like he'd play games high <laughs> he's school. really yeah he'd be, uh, but he would drop like 36 i play yeah so it's like all right yeah <laughs> i played i played one game of basketball high um, in high school yeah did you ever no i never even i think i didn't i never smoked until I was gonna say after uh yeah after basketball season so it was like towards the end of my high school year so it was probably my senior year like the very end because all I had was like graduation then to, to like yeah yeah I had nothing else like basketball season was over all that so I didn't have to worry about anything I and I only smoked once in high school and I just like tried it didn't really get into smoking until I met Tucker Tucker and I, that was like, he was the one who, person who got me to smoke more often, not. I remember when Tucker showed up um, high to Thanksgiving. Oh, and he no. had weed in his pocket. No, it was after graduation. No, it was after graduation. I'm so dumb. I, I thought it was in high school because Andrew Brooks was there. No, I was 19. Oh, so what, you, so you never even, ever, you didn't smoke in high school? No, I never smoked in high school. Uh, Andrew Brooks, the reason I thought I was in high school is because Andrew Brooks was there and I forgot he did not go to UC Santa or UC Santa Clara, UC Santa Cruz until, um, a few years later, but yeah, no, he was there. It was actually with, uh, our uncle Max. It was me, Andrew Brooks and my uncle and uncle Max. And I was hammered and I smoked. Not a great idea. Cause that was the night. No I way. Was yeah, this at like a Thanksgiving? Over. Yeah. Threw up everywhere. Yeah, it was, that was that Thanksgiving where I threw up really bad. Where you threw up? That yeah. was the first time you smoked? That was the first time I'd ever smoked. Because I was no also, fucking I was way, also dude. blacked out. Yeah, I, yeah, I, yeah. I was like hammered, hammered, hammered. And like, like I barely rem- – like I remember struggling to get in the car to go smoke. <laughs> like that's how drunk I was. Yeah. 
Yeah, no, we were uh, all the all the cousins. We were uh, young bucks at the time. We were probably like maybe 15, 15 14. And we're like, oh, Kyle, cousin Kyle just got he's so drunk. Just like he, you know, that was the story he threw up, and you were just drunk. But now that you said weed was involved, I can definitely understand. But that's definitely... so crazy. That was your first time smoking. Yeah. I definitely would have thrown up had I not smoked regardless, but oh yeah, that just kicked it into overdrive. Yeah. It's like, okay, yeah, we're going to go ahead and do this now. Yeah. I'm, <laughs> I'm like, I, I, this is how, like, I don't remember any of the scenes. I remember doing things, but I'm, I'm very convinced that a lot of the things that I was doing, I was doing with my eyes closed and just like, or just barely cracked open. Like that's how Holy drunk shit. I was. You know, when you're like 19 and you're drinking, like, you don't really know pacing at any level. You don't realize that like alcohol doesn't kick in instantly <laughs> and you're yeah, just, like, drinking yeah. like a madman. And yeah, like I, this is how belligerent I was, was I remember grabbing Jeff, uncle Jeff, he was there. Man, wow, this was a bad, this was a bad one. Uh, this, I remember fully now why, why all this went bad. You're going to hear the listings of like things that led up to this and it'll make sense. So it was the okay. same year that we ran that, you know, how we did the run to feed the hungry every year in Sacramento. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, this was the year that they changed like the whole setup and that they did the five and 10 Ks were separated by time where normally that they all started the same, but they just broke off differently. So we went, oh. ended up running a 10 K wasn't supposed to, we were supposed to run a five K, but Jason, Jason didn't know this. And we didn't, none of us knew this. <laughs> I was like, running like i had actually trained pretty well because tara i was living at home so her and i were like oh let's just get in shape for it like we'll see how mm -hmm. fast we can do it um i was going and i was like getting to that point where i was like i should be turning around at some point here and i was like still going in the exact opposite direction of where the finish line was oh and i was like God. all right and then i we all realized what was going on so i was that i had that and then i was like obviously dehydrated um went and then we had our thanksgiving football game where i had actually cramped both my calves cramped, oh, I remember that. get home didn't really hydrate maybe had a glass of water and then did all the drinking in the world that we do as a family on thanksgiving non-stop was like doing shots like i was so bad that jeff lyons was walking by and he just had a glass of scotch straight and i just like grabbed him i was like, what is that he's all scotch and i like drank half of it and was all did not like that <laughs> handed it back to him <laughs> and that's like just how bad it was and did and not max, like that yeah and then max was you were just like, on a mission then you're on a mission to get as fucked up as everything. possible yeah yeah i i was just like i don't know I, but i was like just really happy to be drinking with the family like, yeah it wasn't yeah. like yeah i wasn't like trying to be an asshole i was just like caught up in the moment in 19 and not realizing how much i was yeah. drinking and then it was all starting to hit me, and I was all fuck. <laughs> and that was really, really bad. That was the worst Thanksgiving for me, um, drunk wise. Yeah, that was the gnarliest one. Whew. I can't believe you smoked blacked out like that. Yeah, and then I smoked. I started smoking with Tucker. Probably like we probably like once twice a month we would smoke like every other weekend or something like that once a weekend once every other weekend something like that and uh he was the one who kind of got me into it then i didn't really smoke for a couple of years went to college started smoking haven't stopped 
pretty it's much good stuff. Pretty much my weed story, like how I got into smoking. Yeah, I don't know. It was always like my parents were very strict, and it was like one of those things that you know. Now looking back, being my how old I am now, and looking back on it, like and knowing my parents, I don't know that my parents would have done anything like super, super, super major other than ground me, but yeah, I, well, you got grounded all the time, but yeah, but I was like, I, I mean, I wasn't, I didn't know if I'd get kicked out of the house or what. So I was like, just, yeah. out of, just out of fear. I was like, I'm not even going to attempt to do this. Like I just was out of fear and never smoked. Of what my you got friends doing it in high school, like in your circle. Mikey didn't Mikey because his dad, it, like his, you know, his dad was really super into drugs. So Mikey was always super anti-drug, but, yeah, I mean, I had, I knew, I had friends who, I don't want to say like smoked, but like had smoked. And then I like, obviously I knew kids that smoked a lot. Yeah. Yeah. But like, I generally like the kids who turned, like the kids who I was friends with and then kind of turned into stoners. Like I would be friend, I was friends with them, like, but at school, I would never then hang yeah. out with them anymore yeah. because it was just not my crowd yeah no the similar thing happened in high school i mean i tried it i guess earlier on than you um probably about junior Even year generation but though i feel like almost yeah yeah it was a lot it was a lot more mellow and like a lot more people just didn't care it wasn't but, as taboo um, i feel like when you guys yeah yeah there was there was you not was a only separated by five it. years it was, <laughs> it was like yeah, only separated yeah. by five or six years but like it feels big like five years exactly yeah um but yeah so i did it and i liked it pretty i mean pretty instantly i knew but it was like i did it would wait like a month month and a half do it again Access probably was also month, harder month and a half too, right? oh yeah it was incredibly hard to get it yeah. was incredibly hard to get it wasn't legal in california yet like you couldn't go to the store there weren't even stores for older people to get it for you and then and then get it like it was which i do like because i have a whole bunch of drug dealer stories like they're just yeah it's a it's it's fun it's fun figuring out how to get weed sometimes when it's not allowed um it's kind of boring now like i kind of don't I have to I start doing that here. I have to start doing that here in uh Oh, because it's not legal, huh? Yeah. So people are like, oh, it's you medical. gotta find it's a plug only, and everything. Yeah, only C B D is legal here. It's decriminalized weed, but it's uh it's not medical or recreational. I imagine So who gets it for you? Are you does your drug dealer pull up? You kinda get in I don't the cars. Have a drug dealer, I gotta find one. I brought well, not, oh, I you brought, got the weed from here, huh? Yeah, I brought uh like do you still have that of, yeah did that last you i probably have a half ounce left of all my stuff which i'm about to run out on so like i gotta find one or i gotta find a friend who lives in a place where it's recreational or medical who wouldn't start miss. hanging out at the high school the local high schools Mind, uh, <laughs> yeah i might have to get somebody to shake hey, something I might have some friends who have medical stuff. I think I can get them to ship it to me, but sure, we'll see. We can ship it. I know my dad ships it to Louisiana all the time. Really? Yeah. You oh, because yeah, isn't it like if you just I'll edit this out because I don't I don't want our scheme to get caught, but 
Uh, isn't it if like you put it through like the UPS, like they can't go through it because it's a private one, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just as long as it's a private package. He he did it in uh um what do you what do you do? It was like a lawnmower like 3.0 clip like a like a, a shaver, like a hair shaver, like oh. box. And he just it, yeah, just put all all the weed in there. I think it was like cartridges, like weed pens and like gummy shit like that so it wasn't actual weed actually no I, I think it was real weed he's done it a few times but yeah just shift it over and they get it like it's a package delivery they open that shit up and it's good yeah i imagine i've heard people do it too i've heard i've had friends who said they've they've had lsd shipped to them so imagine if that's going through customs i gotta imagine if it's not through the usps that they can't go through your stuff yeah i i, I don't think they can but, but I, it must go through a scanner maybe for like bombs and I shit if like it's maybe, going, a maybe if it's going through like or if it goes through like country lines like if it were to go to canada yeah then it would be different because like i i bought some boxing gloves from thailand they're really nice because my i have I have little deer wrists, so I needed bought like the Everlaska gloves that I got. <laughs> like my wrists would just fold in, and they were just super cheap. So I got these gloves from Thailand that are like need those Thai wrists, those Thai girl wrists. <laughs> yeah, exactly, exactly. So it's supposed to be like really good for wrist protection. So I got these, and I was like watching when it was being shipped, and like it would go. It was like a four a four checkpoint thing. Every uh, country would go through because of the customs it would have to go through. Um. But, but the gloves are really cool. I really like them. So, what color are they? All white. All white. Okay. They're clean. If you were, I mean, if you were, if you were going to, let's say, you book a fight, um, Jake Paul Triller, um, what do you? What's what's your color scheme? As far as shorts, gloves, shoes, do you go all white? Are you going Roger Federer? Uh, wow, that's actually a great question. I definitely would go all white gloves because I do like the all white glove clean. It's clean looking. Um, as far as the shorts, wow, that's a really good question. I would love to do black and gold, but Jake did that in his last fight. I would have done that because of my dad's for App State. Uh, okay. Green and gold for USF, maybe. Do green and gold for USF. Like that dark green. I think it's more like dark green gold. It's a dark green, isn't it? You see it? Well, it's not. Maybe it's it, like a dark green. It's like uh, yeah, yeah. It's like a forest green. It's like a midnight green. There or you something go. Like that. Um, but then it's a go. It's gold. Um, and then you go white shoes. Yeah, probably gold laces. Like that. Yeah, that's a good call. And I'll be high old the coma maker trost. <laughs> Corey bedrest Barker. <laughs> Kyle full eight hours trost. <laughs> Corey NyQuil PM Barker. Yeah. <laughs> Kyle Tylenol PM. Bro, NyQuil, yeah, Tylenol PM or NyQuil PM as a boxing nickname is actually kind of tough. 
Kyle Benadryl trust. <laughs> it almost sounds like Benadryl. Benadryl is perfect. Benadryl, Kyle Benadryl, Benadryl is, dude. That is that is unreal. That's actually the perfect fucking nickname. Holy shit, dude. So, how do you feel about the whole Jake Paul thing? Still winning. <sighs> yeah, I mean, dude, I, I just it's so interesting because it's like they're. It, the fights are just crazy. I mean, every single person watching, just every we just we all want to see the dude's face hit the floor. Like we just we yeah. want to see that man bounce off the canvas, and that's why people are paying so much goddamn money to watch him fight. I mean, I, I can't knock him. Like he he's a genius promoter. It's like he's fine with the hate. Um, you know, I I personally find him annoying, but I've definitely grown to respect him more. <laughs> Through the past three fights, right? I mean, it, I know, man. respect might have been too heavy of a word. Yeah, it's weird. It's like I tip my cap to him on the like I understand what you're doing, but I don't have to like it. Like, yeah, I I'm like I, I like just it. like I don't have like, to I respect just, you. I understand what you're doing. You're getting your money. Hey, congrats! But like, I don't have to like you for it. Like, I don't have to. Just because I understand what you're doing and it's smart doesn't mean I have to appreciate yeah. it. Yeah. And I don't like Okay, him. good. That's kind of how I'm feeling. Yeah. And who's he calling out? Is there a next fight set up? Well, apparently he's I mean, called someone's out. Someone's got to drop. But, but somebody apparently the I don't know what's going on, but he said he accepted Usman's call out, Kamara Usman. But I'm just interested because like now he's now he's at, he beat at Ben Askren and he officially put his foot in the combat world, combat sports world. Like that was his introduction. Don't get me wrong. It was yeah, but that was Ben Askren. Yeah, he was the little doggy door entrance out of out of shape. Ben Askren. He went in there and did <laughs> and it, but out of shape. Out but of here's shape. The, and here's the other thing, where like he has to be smart about who he fights next because if he wants to keep making money, he can't fight anybody with actual skill because the moment he loses, the whole thing's gone. Nobody's going to, nobody's going to go see another Jake Paul fight. If he loses, like once he loses, nobody's going to go watch another Jake Paul fight on Triller. It's never going to happen. I think you're right. I think you're right. So he knows, he knows that's the only way he stays in business is he's got to keep winning. Because the moment he loses, all this goes away, and then he's got. Yeah. Then he's what? He's back to. He or he can continue boxing, but he's not going to be a big name draw anymore. He's going to have to go back yeah. to like the real boxing that you know, like real boxers do. He's got to grind it out on the pro circuit and then make a name for himself. Um, yeah. So it it'll be. Which he wouldn't do. He, he I don't think he'd do that. That's what I'm saying. Is he'll probably go back to YouTube making YouTube videos again. I, I don't. Yeah. I don't know. I guess so. Then he'll get to a pretend he got to be a boxer for four years, four or five years. He'll have decent hands. Like he's, he's got decent hands. Like it's true. He he can box with the average person. If you put him in the ring, the average person in the ring is getting they're yeah. catching an L yeah. from Jake Paul. So oh, yeah. But you know, to call him an actual fighter, no. You know, I I don't I don't call him an actual fighter. It's just, his resume speaks for itself like he's like i'm three and oh in the fight game it's like you fought your first fight was a youtuber your second guy your second guy you fought you were 10 pounds heavier than you were five inches taller and he never had boxed he bought yeah. he'd been he had been boxing for three months and he never even sparred never even sparred i did hear about that 
and and you beat him. Mind you, and eight pounds, nine pounds, I think was the difference in the weight. That's a big difference. That's a big yeah, especially difference. for fighting. Yeah. Well, what was the was there a weight difference for Ben Askren? Yeah, Ben Askren and him, but they were both general. They were both like a half pound difference. I think it was like oh, one ninety. Okay. Right. It was like one ninety one and one ninety one point five or something. Okay. Wow, they're fighting at one ninety. Yeah, Jake Paul's a big boy. He's like six one. He's one ninety. He's a decent size. I think he was one eighty eight or one eighty nine for his Nate Robinson fight, and then he was like almost one ninety two for this fight, which is my weight right now. I'm one ninety two. And he he'd have to uh, drop a few, and I'd have to go up a few for us to fight. Is all I'll say. Yeah, he would. Because what are you one seventy five right now? One seventy eight. We don't gotta talk about it. Are you below one seventy? Got a 173 right now, 173 and a half. Dude, you could literally, you would be a lightweight in the UFC. You'd be fighting like, Con- like- you'd be fighting in Conor McGregor's division. <laughs> <laughs> I just stick my hand out, just palm his forehead. It'd only be one division below me, though. Like, because of my weight and my size and my frame, like, I would 100% have to fight at the welterweight division at 170. I would, I would get murked by the Bulls in one, 185. That'd be too small for that division. Not high. Yeah, I uh, really got no no plans to do so. Really, I uh, I don't think I'm getting in the fight game. Um, I did want to make that announcement here on this podcast. You're retiring from uh, the fight game. Yeah, before I even start, just you know, hanging up the boots. So I have a I have a bit that I tell everybody that I'd be like. Like, oh, do you do like any like you know, like comp? Like, what do you do for hobbies? Like, oh, well, I'm a white belt in uh, Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu. Oh, where do you train? I don't, but I, you know, technically I am a white belt because if I were to start, yeah. it would <laughs> be a, be a white, white belt. belt. <laughs> technically, I'm not wrong, so yeah, it's a work in progress, but I'll get there. Um, you list just every single kind of martial art. I think you would like that. I feel like I would, and I think it's definitely going to be something I get into later on in life, yeah. maybe in a couple years, just just to crave the cardio. Um, Boxing's got so much cardio; it's it's ridiculous. It's yeah, so I think fun. I do. I I I I think I do boxing. I don't I, I don't want to roll around um, on the floor, and like I, I don't want to learn how to get good at you know grabbing another man. Well, I'm definitely going to do that. I'm definitely great at grabbing men, but um, that's going to be in my future as well. I I'm gonna I wanted to learn how to throw punches, take punches. I want to get used to like a stand up thing for a couple of years, and then once I get a good basis of that, I want to go to grappling because I think grappling would is going to be huge, and you know, then I can always just take private lessons of stand up from there. Everyone on it. Yeah. Time. But want to get the basics down for a couple of years first. And it's great conditioning. You don't realize how hard jump rope is until you start jump roping. Oh, bro, like, I'm so good at jump roping. I can do the bluebells, you know, where you like cross it over. Yeah, I can't um, do that. I can, I can double skip. Um, I can, I can kick my knees out real high. Um, That's going over like it. An injury. <laughs> I kick my knees out yeah. real high. Um, 
and I did can get injured. So it, I <laughs> can you do it for a long time. Cause like I, so when I first started boxing and I took like a trainer, he was making me do rounds and like, I wasn't even able to complete the three minute rounds. Like I would do like a minute and a half and I was like sucking wind and like, I could not go. And now yeah, I, I don't know if I've done, I don't know if I've ever. done up to three minutes, but I've, probably i like doing about two minutes because i like the rhythm i like the rhythm it gets you in like that, that's oh, what i do like about jump roping when you get good is at you it you can kind of zone man. out yeah yeah you can kind of zone out doing it and and so i like doing that but three minutes i mean when i say three minutes that sounds actually like a whole lot of time jump roping i don't know if i've done it three minutes you don't straight. you know and to so to your point of what you just said like what you literally just said i was just gonna say you don't realize how long like a minute is you don't. So there's a yeah, buzzer at the gym. There's a buzzer <laughs> at the gym that goes off when you have 30 seconds left in the round. You don't realize uh-huh. how long 30 seconds is until you're on your fourth <laughs> round to jump rope and you have 30 seconds left and you're like, yeah. Oh my God, this is so fucking long. Like just yeah, three minutes life. doesn't sound long, but when you're like doing a physical activity, you're like, oh, it's three minutes. Like I can throw fucking, I can throw hooks for three minutes on this heavy bag. Yeah, you're like yeah. 30 seconds in and you're sucking wind. You're like, <laughs> man, so hard. And then yeah, jump rope was, I'm very happy with where I am now at it because like now I can get to the point where I'm, I'll get into a rhythm and I can switch feet like really at like a really high rhythm too. I can't do the crossing thing, but that's just because I think my shoulders are super stiff. Like I just, I can't. Like, they're not Ow. yeah i i Coke. feel like yeah, i'd be all hung up <laughs> i'd be like cereal <laughs> i don't even have him it's just... uh. so that's like pretty much where i feel about it but it, it's a good workout i mean i love it it's i i was telling Lindsay like today i went to the gym and it was all oh, going on i was like i just like, I'm really excited to go box, but I just hate, like, the beginning of it because I always do jump rope to start. And yeah. I'm like, and it just sucks. <laughs> I'm like, yeah, I'm, like, impressed with, like, how much my, better my cardio is with it. And now, I'm like, it's getting to the point where it's easier. I'm like, but it sucks. Like, it's still not, like, fun. And I'm, like, dying. I'm, like, sweating like crazy after four rounds, rounds of jump rope. So, smoke on that. but it does i mean once you get done with it it's like you just you feel so good it's like that's a crazy thing about working out it's like so weird because it's like you are happy oh every time after you work out you're happy every time it feels good pretty much every time and you feel better and you feel good but it's just so interesting that it's like even with that we know that every time afterwards you thank yourself that you did it you're happy that you did it yeah why the fuck does it take so much at like of me to to try and like just want to get to go do it i find that so interesting i found that very interesting i also connected that uh me and my roommate were talking um about like uh cleaning it's like when i like hunker down and i'm like okay i'm I'm gonna clean the place yeah yeah real quick just have a good day just clean the place takes all of like maybe 20 minutes and I like it takes all of 20 minutes and the place is spotless like I can't do any more after 20 minutes yeah and I'm like it, dude it feels is. yeah I'm like it feels so good like I feel incredible right now like it's 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 I'm like 
why do I wait four and a half weeks to, to, to right. do this? It just, it blows my mind. But, yeah. And it's always too, it's like, you notice too, like even the workouts that you'll force yourself to go work out, it's like, and then you're like, fuck. And it's like, you're going through the workouts, you're half-assing it, but then it's like halfway through your workout, you start getting into like a groove and you're ha- because you are getting happier, like yeah, yeah, you yeah. start then pushing yourself a little bit and then you kind of yeah. end the workout pretty good and it's pretty intense towards the end. And, uh, I've noticed that like, that'll happen to me as I'll be like, fuck. And then I get through the first workout. And it's like halfway through my second workout, I'm like, all right. And then I'm like, I've broken a bit of a sweat and I'm feeling good. And now, now I'm like taking the lift serious and really focusing. And I end up always having then a pretty decent workout. How often uh, are you lifting? Do you still go to the gym workout while doing the boxing? Yeah. So I don't, I, I, look, I don't mean to put you on the spot. You don't got to answer if you don't want to answer. <laughs> no, uh, I do. I do notice though that. So when I first started going to the gym, I was not. And I think with the, re- and I, I picked it back up because I would go to the gym and then I would come home and then want to lift. And I was like, I don't want to fucking lift after I just went to the fucking gym, yeah. just did all that, burned all those calories. I'm tired. The last thing I want to do is lift. So I would lift. Now I lift before I go to box Smart. and that's Smart. easier on me. Um, yeah, I try and lift five. So I now lift five days a week and then I do one day out of the week where I do like what I call therapy day, which will be like, I do a lot of like auxiliary lifts where it's not like I'm not using any weights and I'm doing more like physio, like like fixing my hips and stuff where I'll do Mm -hmm. like, I'll I'll put my, um, like I'll do wall swimmers is what I call them because I didn't know what they're actually called but it's like i'll have like i'll be on my knee and we'll be closest to the wall and i'll be like you know my hand straight out and then i'll do like a backstroke with my hand closest to the wall and it like op- helps open up your hips and give you okay. mobility all right. all right that's kind of like the shit i'll do all day for like an hour and a half and i'll just like fix my hip flexors strengthen those parts a little bit um my my neck stuff like that like i focus on like things you would never work out in an actual yeah i just started working out um my neck i've never worked out my neck before but i got a little uh i did it worked it out in football a little bit they made us do a few neck circuits but Mm -hmm. we didn't really circle back to it um yeah i got a little toothpick neck so it's really something i'm aiming at um i'm injecting the steroids right through there now (laughs) it's going straight to the spine because the neck yeah yeah just you know see tapping that thing like um, you're like Bane. <laughs> you're just, you're like yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, it's the neck muscle is a weird one to work out too. I just started, I, just like you, just started working it out. But it's, I've noticed it helping, like with, uh, I don't know, posture. It's just like posture for sure. That's where I've noticed it. That. And then, but also like, I won't, I don't get a lot of like neck tension headaches because my neck's muscle stronger. At least that's okay. what I feel like. Um, and then what's the other one. Um, oh, well, that's all I can think of really, but yeah, it's, a, it's an underrated one. It's been helping me a lot. Um, and then, uh, yeah, I just been doing stuff like that and then trying to go to boxing five 
to six days of the week. Although I'm about to take four days off or about three days off of boxing. Cause my, as you know, I have terrible ankles. Uh, Ooh, and, your little deer ankles. Yeah. I just, I've sprained them so many times. So it's like, I, and then my last one in my right ankle was just so bad that I don't, and I don't think it ever properly healed. And in boxing, your ankles and your calves are used a lot. And like from, it's where you generate a lot of power from and stuff like that. And, um, like, I bet kind of holds on your toe. Yeah. And you're moving a lot. And yeah. And so I like my Achilles is just starting to get pretty tight and sore and it's hurting. So I'm like, the last thing I want to do is tear my Achilles. So I've never even fucking felt my Achilles before. I don't even know what it feels like. But I have seen people hurt it and and have seen people deal with an Achilles injury. It does not look fun. I mean, it looks – everything I've heard about it, it's lived up to. It seems like it's a rough fucking injury. I mean, the good thing is, is like I was telling Lindsay, I was like, I know it's not like – because it's hurting. It's I'm like, I know it's not like torn because if it was torn, I would know. Like I would – one, I would have hurt it. And two, like yeah. I wouldn't I wouldn't be able to be like – all right, lace up and go boxing the next day. Like I would not be able to do that. Um, I get what you're saying. Just you can kind of yeah. feel it tense or sore. Got a little tendonitis in there a little bit, and it's yeah. And my ankles are super stiff too, so I'm trying to strengthen my ankles and and. Uh, you should get them. um. You, you should get a. Have you seen what LeBron does, where he has kind of that little bubble that he stands on? It's like a clear plastic, so. yes. baggy, like inflatable bubble, and you'll see him just kind of Balance standing on, on it. Right? Yeah. yeah. Uh, and then I, I wanted to do is what I had happen in uh, Laguna. You took me to that guy who's like a sports chiropractor for ankles and stuff. Yeah. Oh, dude, I, I just went back it. to him. Keep, yeah. keep going. Keep going. I was going to say, I want, I, I was pretty much done. I was just going to say, I just want to find somebody like that here for my ankles. I think that would help. Yeah, he's a weird dude. He's a, he's like a specialist uh, dude yeah. where he's just a full body chiropractor and it's just alternative therapy. Like it's, it's just, it's him kind of making his own private practice of, look, this is what I think the problem is. This is what yeah. we're going to do to solve it. And yeah, dude. So I had, um, I hurt my knee, um, the last two weeks of, of football while we we're uh, playing games. And, um, I heard it right before our first scrimmage. Um, I played in the scrimmage. It's like, I, I took two days off before, but it's like I I had the starting position, so I kind of I rested, and I was like, okay, I'll be, I'll be good for game day. Mm-hmm. Ran on it, like played on it game day. I'm like, but it just it it felt it off, right. and I felt like yeah. I had no power um, coming out my 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 right leg. Yeah. And um, and we only have one trainer there because of COVID. We've got one trainer dealing with the whole football team, and we and you get, have like seven to ten guys hurt at oh, a time. Yeah. Yeah. So it's like in, you know, so I would, I, you know, I would do workouts with her and, you know, she, she was very good. The, she, the trainer was very good. Uh, bless her heart. Bless all trainers, dude. Trainers are Goats. yeah. Walking angels. Um, but anyway, so I was just like, okay, I'm going to, I'm like, I feel, I'm like, I'm not going to play the second game feeling like this. I'm like, I, let me go try and do something. So I go back to that guy like uh, a few weeks ago and homie looks at me and he he's kind of dude he's such a showman this guy it's so weird he's such a <laughs> such a weird dude um 
but he looks at me and, and he's just like, you know, straighten out your legs. And he kind of, I have my knees and I'm like, and I'm in the middle of just telling this dude, you know, what's going on. You know, yeah. usually people like a little insight to what the hell happened. Um, he did not need that from me. Um, he looked at me and in the middle of talking, he, he was just like, Oh, okay. He's like, he's like, Oh, there it is. He's like, you know, lay down and um, just, and he showed me and it was my fibula just kind of like the uh the front knee yeah like the front like that connects the knee but then also the shin bone and it runs down the shin he's just like look this is uneven i'm like i don't and and he's just like lay down and he's just like so we're just gonna do you know a few stretches right here and i was like motherfucker and instantly felt better um did it feel like like, weird or did it feel yeah and i don't like yeah, and I don't like I don't like bones moved around. I don't like none of that. Like I, yeah. I I don't like popping my fingers. I get uncomfortable when people crack their knuckles around me. Like I don't like that shit. Um, but yeah, he did it, and I instantly felt better. And he told me to walk. And as he got as I got up and walked, he noticed he's just like, oh, he's just like your hips are off too. He, uh, because of the full like week and a half of me kind of like just adjusting my body to like walking with this pain yeah. in my knee like my hips got shifted and my right toe was kind of pointing outward. And so he was just like, lay back down and don't laugh at that. Don't laugh at my little I, duck I, feet. I will, I will tell you why. Keep um, going. Keep going. But, uh, and so he lays me back down and basically just kind of pops, pops my hip back into place. And I was like, Jesus Christ. I'm like, I'm like, what, I'm like, what happens if I hadn't gone here? Like, am I just walking around with a weird fibula and a weird hip and a fucking duck foot the rest of my life? Um, yeah, you probably would be like me because uh, everything you just said, I'm like, you're like, oh, that's me. <laughs> Mike, I probably could benefit from that because my right knee is weak. It does bend in a little bit. I, because of my old injury, my ankle injury, that's why I was saying like my, my, where my ankle feels weird. Yeah. Like I would walk on the outside of my foot all the time. So the inside of my leg on my right leg became incredibly weak. And I definitely know, like when I lay down, you'll see if I lay down and I bring my legs forward, like my right leg sits higher than my left knee. Like there'll be like this. Yeah. When I sit back. And so like I, because of also the walking, like my hips are, I would imagine just based off of what you're telling me, I would imagine that that's probably what's going on with my hips as well. Yeah. I would probably benefit from this. Yeah. I would definitely benefit from this. Um, because the one time you went, you know, I went in and he popped, and I'm the same way. Cause like, what was wrong? I forget what was wrong with it was my ankle. It was just a, it was an old That's ankle right. That's injury right. that I just like, it was the same one as my right foot. And, um, it was, uh, it was one of those things where like, I remember going in where I'm the same way where like, when it comes to like the popping of like, not knuckles, but like, like I'll pop my neck and I'll pop. Only I can, it's my neck super stiff, stiff going to my left, but like I can pop my neck going that way. I'll pop my knuckles, but like when it comes and I can like crack my back on a foam roller, but like when it comes to like hips, ankles, knees, like elbows, shoulders, like I, I don't like, I popped my shoulder on the foam roller the other day and I freaked out and I was like holding my arm and and, like nothing was happening. Like it was just, it just popped. But like, I was like freaking out for like five minutes that I like dislocated my shoulder. And (laughs) 
So like he was telling me like three or four times to like loosen up when he was about to pop my ankle. He's like, you need to relax. And I was like, okay, all right. <laughs> well, you're fucking with my ankle. So <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there's some things that just feel like they should not be moved, but yeah. you, felt, you remember feeling instantly better. Yeah, definitely. It felt loose. It felt like, but in a good way, like it didn't feel as tight and as like compact. Like it felt loose. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Let Yo, me just, why are you waddling? Let me just take a step back, compose myself. <laughs> oh. <laughs> All right, I think that's good. Uh, I'll, let me put a little weight on it. Oh my god! <laughs> There's nowhere to be found. Um, that poor. Yeah, but it did feel good though. He has got like a wall of sh- uh, fame up there too. Yeah, dude, and it's all so people have talked about this guy. He's a little bit of a creep. Um, pictures of. Uh, I would I would probably say it's about eighty nine percent girls. Yeah, um, he has he had a lot of vol- like volleyball, basketball women, and yeah, softball. Yeah, yeah. And he I've did. heard that about him. One of my one of my classmates, uh, she went to slow for volleyball. Yeah, said she got hit on. Said she's got teammates that have been hit on by him. Um, so I'm thinking it's only a matter of time before Chuck gets the phone call. Um, so long as he doesn't actually do anything he'll be all right i get i get it's not ideal that you don't want your like 19 year old daughter being hit on i get that but like he's not doing anything wrong like technically he's not doing anything he's like relax he's like you gotta relax your muscles his fingers in your ass (laughs) hey you're really tense you gotta relax in my asshole so (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> I came in here for an ankle injury and your thumbs up my ass. <laughs> I had tennis elbow. The fuck are you doing? Yeah, tennis elbow. <laughs> You're making out with me. <laughs> oh, that's so funny. That was really good. Oh man. Yeah, I mean, it's kind of weird, though, like how your body is kind of connected like that, because I was even noticing it um, when I I was uh, I was working out my like my left shoulder or my right shoulder is super tight, because when I partially tore my my elbow, uh, my tendon, my elbow, uh, which it still is because it's only a partial repair, so I didn't get surgery on it. But like it caused me to overcorrect. And so like my whole shoulder is like super tight. I have like knots all in back there, but like through boxing, it's like helped, but then it's also made my, like my left hip better <laughs> too, which is weird. It's so, so it's weird. Like That's so how odd. the body's connected like that. When I started yeah. like healing my shoulder and I was like, now I roll out on it every day with a baseball and um, yeah, it's like made my lower back and my left side, my left hip better. It's kind of interesting how the body's connected like that. It's also wild how much the body can actually withstand, too. Like, oh, it's unreal! It's unreal. How I much think about it can withstand? Often. Yeah, like like the like the simple thing, like you were saying, what your doctor was talking about with the uh, the your body completely realigning its hips just to manage with this injury, like how your body yeah. can just adapt. And under like, like a week and a half. Yeah, yeah, and then it'll be like, look, you're gonna be a little sore, but like we'll get through this and we'll take away this pain. <laughs> yeah. We'll, we'll, you got to we'll, feed the trod. You got to get it and get back out and hunt. It's, it's kind of insane like that. That's why I was like, I think when we were talking earlier about like a new human race, like I'm kind of 
I, I do think eventually there will be a split in like a more superior, like how we had the split. We you know we eventually came from primates, right? Like that's the whole yeah. evolution theory. I eventually think there's going to be another split of something more, but I would be, this is my theory. This is just my theory of no science to back this other than like basic knowledge of evolution but yeah. if you look at it like i think and, the next split is going to be less stronger again like they won't be their muscle density won't be as needed and it'll be super like super intelligent is where i think it'll be well people I, i've already heard people um kind of uh make the assumption of just kind of like you know these figures that we think of as kind of like alien beings how are they always drawn they've got the big heads and just the slender little bodies no yeah. no muscle mass or anything and so people are like is that an evolved human right. or an evolved kind of human just in the future where it's like we've just adapted to you know it's we're all brain that's how we communicate that's how we function we don't need muscle strength anymore because then, society yeah. is moved past it so it's like everything just else kind of fades and we have what we need which is our and to your point too that you had mentioned earlier about like the universal language and the like the uh the just you know being able to communicate and understand people but like also being able to manipulate things because you we i would imagine if we're at a level of more superiority of intelligence that you could almost manipulate things with the mind and like send energy currents with the mind or sure hopefully like that, right and because you would be further more intelligent so that could i mean this is all obviously assumptions and we're just growing it up right now but yeah, uh well we are pretty big fans of star wars so yeah there is there I've is some science to back once. it and, so I think I've <laughs> and this it. is how i feel <laughs> once, i think i've got a good handle on most of that's the other thing is like do you think we'll ever be able to travel the light like the speed of light obviously not in our lifetime but like like jump into other galaxies like that well like so from what like i've under yeah from what i understand i have seen star trek one or two episodes the old ones um and then a few episodes out of order um of star wars so um pretty much where i am uh i've heard that we we probably won't ever be able to get to light speed like light speed isn't even too crazy fast for traveling the the universe to for bouncing to other worlds it's like the speed of light will still take time It, it more seems that it's like you know ufos if they're visiting which it is fucking growing and growing that there's yeah, evidence more, that uh, yeah, these fuckers a, are here there one a like couple, they're just a couple up. weeks ago too yeah dude in like california nice they're popping off they're in yeah. san diego and la like it's just you got a big bizarre. you got pendleton down there too you guys got a lot of uh, yeah brother military. yeah they're looking at our big titties they're they're trying to they're they're trying to cover the big boobies yeah. out there um yeah. anybody in so california it, you know what we're talking about to kind of dissect your question i don't think it'll be the speed of light it's more space shifting gravity altering um oh, and just kind of yeah. time space bending and then you know pull the space and then jump type stuff more quantum ideas i feel like more than just actual speed of light well the i think i think we'll have to get theory, to bending space the theory to going back into time too is that you would have to go faster than the speed of light so like if you wanted to do any time manipulation you'd have to go mm. faster than the speed of light um so you, but do you I, think that'll be a like progressive we went, thing 
I don't even know like, that our like bodies, we, like physiology, we could handle that. Like, I don't, I don't yeah, know but, how, like you'd have to, you'd have to come up to something that could bend you to the physics around you and not destroy you and move at that speed and then put you. I know, but do we like, do we find out how to send something, you know, not a human, but something at the speed of light? Cause I don't think we can like do a banana or some shit. Yeah. And just send that at the speed of light. And we're like, okay, this is what happens when you send something at the speed of light. Well, I so then there, we understand that's, yeah, that'll be a process. I know, so, for sure. so we'll probably understand that science first. You think, and then we start to hopefully absorb and understand how to bend space itself and matter itself and time. And that'll kind of suck us into, you know, traveling to other places, possibly. Yeah, you're definitely going to be, yeah, hundred percent. You're going to have to first figure out if our bodies can even travel at that speed. Like they're going to have to come up with something to be able to hold you together. And then once they figure that out, I think they'll figure out, uh, yeah, it's called a seatbelt, Kyle. Yeah, I think everything else will kind of fall into place. I think it's like one of those things where it's like you kind of solve the tip of the iceberg and it kind of just all snowball effects and one thing starts leading to yeah. another. Because um, it's like you can't be that far off. If you're able to protect yourself from being destroyed at that speed, you've probably already got the formulas to be able to go that speed. Um, yeah. I feel like protecting yourself is almost secondary to being able to go that fast, I guess. Because you first want to be able to go that fast. And then you're like, okay, now can we survive that speed? Yeah, now. <laughs> now can we survive that speed? Let's look at this at a different angle, boys. Yeah. I mean, it'd be curious. Do you think it'd be, I'd be curious if like time travel ever got discovered or if, or like maybe we're not ever to actually able to like jump See, galaxies. Maybe you can't. Maybe like, maybe there's like, maybe, well, for whatever reason, I'm more sold on the idea of we'll be able to skip and jump galaxies before time travel, time travel. I almost can't wrap my mind around more. It's like, I think it, it, it's, it's a few more steps away than we think it is. If it's even a real possibility, there's one thing that's impossible. That's it. Yeah. Like, and I'm not, not discounting that it's there like right you know other realms that are happening at a different time aren't there because everything is coexisting infinitely so it's like i Mm -hmm. i think it might be there but for us to actually get there it might mean a little something different where finding technology to you know in present time jump to a different place i feel like is more of a what a time travel it's the exact opposite and it's like it's like we don't know this but in like 60 years it was like so much easier to time yeah travel. just <laughs> like, who, wow who told us to skip this step this is so what much easier we this got this incredible. like pretty quick <laughs> yeah we got this pretty quick um we don't even want to we shut down the galaxy program <laughs> we're not yeah, even we're interested good. anymore we're good. yeah we this is incredible back. we'll go back to continually <laughs> fix problems um i would be yeah i mean i'm very i'm like obviously my most curious my biggest curiosity is where we're going to be in like steps towards that by the time i die so Um, i've I've got a question um how much how much would you have to get paid to be a um a you know a test trial a first a first team mission 
um, out to Mars to colonize Mars. And, um, you know, there would be, there is hope for you to return back to earth someday, but it's like you would return back at maybe, you know, 75 years old. Um, so first and foremost, so I probably would not, probably would not take much, but I would probably wouldn't take much. Like, no, because it, I think one, here's my explanation. I guess my, this is my thinking. I would first and foremost want to make sure that anything that payment does go, it's, it's no use of me if I'm out on Mars. So if anybody, it's going to like my family, like me being on Mars. Like, yeah, a million uh, dollars. <laughs> they're like, yeah, well, guess what? You're on Mars now. So you actually have a million Mars credits. Yeah. It doesn't do me any good having a yeah. billion dollars on Mars. Which means nothing. Yeah. Um, so I probably would make sure all payments go to like my family back there on earth, but smart. Second, I like how tactically you're thinking about this hypothetical yeah, question. The, and second, <laughs> I would then go down and be like, look, the experience of going to Mars out of space. I mean, you're talking about one, I would imagine if this is the first voyage, you're talking of one of seven people in the entire what we would know solar system or universe as we know it going to Mars. That's an experience nobody will ever be able to experience but me and whoever my crew is. So then I come back to Mars, even if I'm 75, I come back to Earth at 75 Make I'm gonna some have, money off the stories. I'm going to make all my money off of all the stories, telling you what it's like, what my experience was, and all yeah. of that. And then, so you're going to be fine. So it really wouldn't take me much. But you transfer all the money back you. to your Mars account. <laughs> yeah. But I won't you're like, God damn it. My Mars Swiss account. Yeah. <laughs> um, I won't lie, though. Like, you asking me the question already put like a like thinking about being in the space or like does put like a weird oh dude pit i get in your anxious stomach. yeah I get it anxious. does put a weird it's pit so in weird stomach. it's an odd thought yeah so that that is like i don't think i would be like and that's why that things it would go yeah it wouldn't be like an easy decision like it's still yeah. a weird thing that's why i did preface it with you would make it back like you would come back to earth but yeah. you would lose a significant amount of time yeah, so that would be, it's a weird, it's, that's, like, Rick, I was watching Rick and Morty, and he goes, oh my god, and he gets bit by a, a space snake. Space snake? There's space snakes out here? He goes, what don't you understand about there's everything out here? <laughs> He's like, it's the It's universe. space, Morty. Yeah. Literally everything's in space. <laughs> Back in the car. <laughs> oh, and he's been annoyed with them. <laughs> Oh God, such a great show! So funny, so funny. Um, but yeah, it was uh, that that concept kind of just it blows me away a little bit. But uh, yeah, I mean, I don't know, man. It'll be it'll be interesting to see where we are. I, I I'm under the suspicion we'll still be like using fossil fuels and stuff. Um, we'll be. I just don't know where the next scientific expansion is going to come. You know what I mean? Like it's definitely going to be in fuel, but where, when and where, and what is it? Yeah. Um, be interesting. It'd be interesting. It's love. It's love. Huh. Love's going to be everything powered by love. Yeah, dude. One love token. Of <laughs> energy. Uh, that would suck. Yeah. Like, we had love tokens and Mars credits and anxiety we would be feeling we yeah Earth we'd be, be fine yeah. yeah we would already be taking over other planets we would 
they would be conquering. They'd be like, fuck yeah. Earthbound, Earth fuck. harnessing the power of anxiety. Yeah. And, um, and, every other galaxy is like, yeah, uh, they just can't be stopped. <laughs> um, they're going to yeah. take over. This is going to be, this is not going to be fun. We need to get out of here. Yeah. Um, yeah. Um, We've got about nine light years till they get here. <laughs> But they're and, coming, and there's not much. We're and that's be able if to they do. just stay at this anxious <laughs> level that they're at now. If it increases any, they could be here in shorter time. And there's a good chance that it's going to, because Trump might run in 2024, so things are not looking good for us. <laughs> that's the time and half that we make it there. They're like, yeah. "Fuck, Trump's back." Um, <laughs> we're done. I was gonna ask you something about the uh, uh, Nina's birthday. Um, so, who's all Ooh. going? Um, it'll be, uh, me. That's everyone accounted for right now. Um, <laughs> <So far. laughs> I'm playing. Nina's not even going. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, Nina's canceled. Um, she's busy. No, so it'll be me, Nina, Justin. Um, but Nina's trying to figure out one of her friends, uh, my mom, my dad, parents. and yeah. And possibly aunt Kathy. And, so I, I, this is news to me. Um, Graham is trying to, she invited herself on this trip wow. about a week ago. And so that's kind of the new drama in the house right now. Um, because yeah. nobody fucking wants her to go. Nina, Nina and her are not on good terms right now. Um, that's why they're, Graham they're, wants to go. Yeah. 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 No, dude. Cause she's all like good vibes now. It's very weird. Like it's very, it's very yeah, just they odd. Get and, that way and it's like, older. Yeah. And it's like, and and I was talking to Nina about this because it's like, because here's the thing. I mean, it would significantly alter the trip for all of us. If we had to deal with Graham, she is, you know, just with the drinking and eating, she will be sick. Yeah. She'll she'll be sick at least once during the trip. Yeah. And it is, and it's not just a sick throw up. My stomach hurts anymore. She will shit everywhere in the bathroom and it becomes a cleanup game um she will dry heave her own food with whatever she tried to put down um and she will talk throughout the whole process um which makes it all worse so it's like and everyone's gonna have to be worried about it. it you know we're driving through mexico and you know but and now here's the twist wait, I wait you guys are driving there too to cancun well uh no so we we would fly or uh, we drive to Tijuana, so we drive past the border. We already did this before. This is how we did it. This is how we did it. <laughs> we just cut through Juarez, get a snack, and then well, it's um, just funny because no, so so there's an airport right at the border. Um, you almost you park in the U.S. border, and it's like just through the airport. You end up crossing the border and then take off from Tijuana. Um, okay. It saves yeah, just dollars for uh, for the tickets. So we did that last time. Um, so then we'd fly in and then it's about a 45 minute drive from Cabo uh, to where we're going to be at. Um, but anyway, so it would, I mean, dude, it would just be bad news. No one wants her to go. Yeah. My mom has kind of left it open to her. My mom's hoping that something happens beforehand that will make her Ill, uh, uneligible to go. But it, it's like, dude, imagine say no to someone's obvious last attempt at a trip like that would be the last big family trip 
that she would be on, you know? And I think that's why she kind of wants to force herself to go. And she thinks she's being this hero by announcing (laughs) that she's going. Yeah. She thinks she's like, you know, I, they want me to be here. They, you know, they know my time is short. They want me to be here for the family. It's like, no, we we, like, we don't too much. And it's, and it's hard. It's like, take her to Catalina tell her it's yeah exactly Cabo. like like we're just in Catalina you could have you know and but yeah so this is a big one so so that's kind of the new drama in the family so she's kind of thrown herself into the picture but um but yeah so and then Aunt Kathy um would be coming and um so yeah it would just be a it, it's a small circle because I'm trying to come and family so... trip. but she wants you to go so bad dude I know I'm trying to come so what's going to happen is this this is my so the the thing got pushed, but here's the only thing that I got to do is June first. I'm starting to apply for jobs. Ooh. I'm gonna start my application okay. process. So there's a chance I could be just starting a job now. If it comes up to it, and I'm like a week out, like I'll see where I am July first. And if I buy a ticket to Cabo, because that's where Dude, you guys we are. will get the ticket for you. I think my parents will get the ticket for you. We well, I can buy a ticket to because you guys are gonna be paying for you're giving me a place to stay. So it's like, that's, yeah. we already got the house and it sleeps eight to 10 people. They already, they already got the house. Well, that's what I'm saying is it's going to be, you guys are already paying for that. So I can pay for my flight. But on top of this is, I don't know, like, obviously I'm not going to drive from that airport to like, is it Cancun or Cabo? You guys are going to Cabo flying. You're flying into Cabo, right? Yeah. And then driving somewhere. Yeah. Um, so that is where, I would need your parents' help, majority of the help. So if I did land in Cabo, I would probably need one of them picking me up from the airport. Okay. Unless, I, unless I'm getting, actually, unless I get there like the same day as you guys sort of thing. Okay, true. Yeah, I didn't I, I did even, yeah, you would be flying out of Texas, huh? Yeah, I'd be flying out of Dallas. So it'd be a little different. I, and is it somebody like, it's somebody, I imagine somebody shuttling you there. Or how are you no, I think we, we rented a car last time. We rented a car last time. Like a, a van almost. So, so that's the only thing. Yeah, so like that. outside of that, um, that's that's pretty much the only things that I'm looking at. And then I'm going to know by July, like see where job interviews are going. Um, because if I do get something before then, like I have to use all those vacation days for the bachelor parties and weddings I'm going to be in this year. I have yeah. three. three bachelor parties and three weddings i'm gonna be in this year so it's gonna be it's gonna be this year's like that's why Lindsay and i like because my 30th is also this year shout out being old yeah and like for my 30th i was telling Lindsay because of all these weddings i'm like i'm not even sure what i want to do and so i may tie in like my birthday to christmas and i might just celebrate like with my parents and like talk like i might fly home for christmas and see them and just kind of roll it into one and do that something like low-key um you could definitely do that your birthday yeah and right it'll be like christmas. i would think it would be just like maybe aunt kathy because she lives in the bay area but more than likely tara jason nancy jason and, and uh my yeah my mom dad and just yeah, kind of like celebrate something like that yeah i mean you guys are always welcome to come but i mean i know you guys are gonna have busy years too so like my obviously my goal was i wanted to for my 30th as all everybody in the family like i wanted to have a big birthday party but like i'm gonna be fucking 
myself just already, you know, yeah, skewered out as it is. I imagine most people are too. That's exciting. Yeah, no, and I completely understand you're busy, but I would love for you to fucking come. To I'm gonna. I I, I, I I told Lindsay I'm putting it on my list. Like I'm gonna try and go, and I can't even go because I have a passport on like her, but. <laughs> uh, that's like my game plan uh ma'am says here your name's Lindsay peterson see see my name Lindsay. and i'm going the girl who's taking Lindsay's passport going to, I, hey, um, also by the way place. what i gotta dip here soon i've got an assignment i gotta get in by 12 no i'm tired I'm so i was actually that. gonna go anyways i was actually i, I was getting to all the wrap-ups so i was basically gonna cool, cool. um gonna get off here for you um but yeah no man um actually just with that um we can kind of just end it we can just let's just hop off thanks for coming on um let's do a i i think we keep saying this but let's do a movie time soon down i'm down this is a good one this is a good one yeah this one was all over the place i really liked this um i i i was i'm always curious my last four my last four um, podcasts, I've gone in with no game plan, just gone on, gone on, mm-hmm. and just talked with people, and just seeing what I've gotten. And so far, I've really liked what I've recorded. So you've liked that, Let's yeah, go. yeah. Yeah, I feel like it might be a nice little highlight clip in here somewhere. Definitely, I think the Chris Weidman one was a very good one. So, <laughs> and I want to, I want to keep putting it on my Instagram. I want to do like YouTube too as well. So I want to, dude, you can, you can do that, and you can also clip it because we tied it back like an hour later. Yeah, <laughs> of the chiropractor. Like, let me, yeah. let me just yeah. regather myself real quick, put some weight down. It's gonna be a good episode. Oh! We got, we got like an hour forty-five. It's gonna be a good episode. So I'm excited. I'm releasing man. one tomorrow too which I also have to like edit really quickly here before I go to bed. So hell yeah. On the cloud. Yeah. I'm going to throw it up there. I mean, I have it on uh, Apple and Spotify and everything too, but um, I, I like, if I throw it up on SoundCloud, it just automatically sends it to those other ones too as well. Yeah. So yeah, I'm going to do that and I'll, uh, I'll have it uploaded tomorrow. So it's lit. Um, are you going to have your headphones on for a little bit? Um, yeah. Yeah. Send me your song. Yeah. I'll send it to you. I really All like right. it, and I hope you like it. All right. Take it easy. Get your homework in, brother, and uh, we'll talk soon. Yeah, I will. I'm a good student. Right. Thank you. Bye, bro.